0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Jeremiah rebukes the false prophets for not standing in God's counsel, but prophesying lies to the people and claiming to have the oracle of the Lord. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Jeremiah chapter 23, On simply the Bible.
0: When it comes to religion, there is that which is true and that which is false. But how can we know the difference? Many people have been deceived by false prophets or false teachers, and it has cost them their lives. But God gives us all that we need to discern the true from the false if we will listen. We continue today in Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 18, where Jeremiah was talking about the false prophets that were in Judah. Verse 18, For who has stood in the counsel of the Lord and has perceived and heard his word? Who has marked his word and heard it? Standing in the counsel of the Lord is everything. In Psalm 1, we read, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. And Jesus said in John 8:31, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. God has given to us the Bible just for this purpose. But what good is it if we don't read, study, and do it? There were many false prophets in Jeremiah's day. They prophesied lies because they were not standing in the counsel of the Lord. Behold, a whirlwind of the Lord has gone forth in fury, a violent whirlwind. It will fall violently on the head of the wicked. The anger of the Lord will not turn back until he has executed and performed the thoughts of his heart. In the latter days, you will understand it perfectly. If they had been true prophets, then they would have known that a violent whirlwind was on its way. The nation had sown to the wind by ignoring God's word and serving idols. Now they would reap the whirlwind. Jeremiah was telling them this, but so had Isaiah and the other prophets. But these false prophets weren't listening. They were therefore blind to the storm clouds forming on the horizon. Now, it is interesting that Jeremiah said that in the latter days, you will understand it perfectly. What did he mean by this? It could be that he was simply telling those who were prophesying peace that they would see for themselves that there would be no peace when the king of Babylon destroyed Jerusalem. But I believe that there is more to it than that, for the understanding of God's prophetic word is revealed over time. As God begins to bring his word to pass, then our understanding of it increases. This is what the angel told Daniel, who received great revelations about the future, but who was troubled because he couldn't understand them. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end, the angel said. Many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall increase. One of the signs that we are living in the last days is that the knowledge and understanding of God's prophetic word is increasing. World events are causing the picture to materialize before our eyes. Things that were once hidden in darkness are becoming clearer, like the landscape just before dawn. Verse 21 I have not sent these prophets, yet they ran. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. But if they had stood in my counsel, and had caused my people to hear my words, then they would have turned them from their evil way and from the evil of their doings. People were running as though God had sent them on a mission when he hadn't. They were speaking messages that God had not told them to speak. But if they had truly understood God's counsel, then they would have warned the people to turn from their evil, self-serving ways back to the revealed word of God. They would not have whitewashed the people's immorality and idolatry, pronouncing peace, when God had said that there is no peace for the wicked. The true prophet of God will never be popular because he calls out evil. Am I a God near at hand, says the Lord, and not a God afar off? Can anyone hide himself in secret places, so I shall not see him, says the Lord? Do I not fill heaven and earth, says the Lord? These false prophets were acting like God couldn't see what they were doing or he couldn't hear what they were saying. But God is near to us and far away at the same time. He is everywhere. As the Apostle Paul would tell the people on Mars Hill, in him we live, we move, and we have our being. No one can hide from God because he is omnipresent. I know of no greater thought than this, that God is with us always. It leads to holy living, the greatest comfort. Verse 25, I have heard what the prophets have said who prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long will this be in the heart of the prophets who prophesy lies? Indeed, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart who try to make my people forget my name by their dreams, which everyone tells his neighbor, as their fathers forgot my name for Baal. It is bad enough to tell lies, but it's even worse if you do it in the name of the Lord. I am uncomfortable when people say, The Lord told me, because I often find that what the Lord supposedly has told them is exactly what they want to do. And often it doesn't align with scripture or it doesn't come to pass as they said. So I conclude often that it wasn't the Lord speaking to them at all, but the thoughts of their own heart. In the Old Testament, God often spoke through dreams. So these false prophets were claiming to have dreams from God, but they were lying dreams that were more likely the result of eating too much rich food late at night then a legitimate revelation from God. Jeremiah had already warned in chapter 17 that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. And these false prophets were prophesying from their own deceitful hearts and then saying that it was from God. By prophesying lies, they were causing people to forget the name of the Lord. The latest so-called revelation, often in the name of Baal, distracted the people from the true covenant of Yahweh. That's what they should have been listening to. Verse 28, The prophet who has a dream, let him tell a dream. And he who has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, says the Lord? Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? And so if the person was a true prophet, then God said, well, then he should faithfully speak my word. And that is why I believe that this is so important. Why I do this radio program is because God wants his word to be faithfully spoken and clearly understood. God said, what is the chaff compared to the wheat? So his word is nutritious, like the wheat. But the dreams and the false visions and the false revelations and the deceitful lies that these false prophets were saying was just chaff. It was worthless. It would not do anything to nourish the people of God. But the word of God is as a fire and hammer. It's a fire because it burns away the consumables in our life. Those things that can be consumed, God's word will consume and he purifies us through it. And also, it is a hammer. It's a hammer against the strongholds of the evil one, or the lies, or the idols that people have. So, God said, my word's a fire, and it's a hammer, and nothing can compare to that. Therefore, behold, I am against the prophet, says the Lord, who steal my words, everyone, from his neighbor. So, either they were just... Stealing from their neighbor the latest thing that they heard? Or I think perhaps what he's saying here is that they are robbing from the hearts of my people my legitimate words by their lies. Behold, I am against the prophets, says the Lord, who use their tongues and say, He says. Behold, I am against those who prophesy false dreams, says the Lord, and tell them, and cause my people to err by their lies and by their recklessness, Yet I did not send them or command them. Therefore, they shall not profit this people at all, says the Lord. There was no way that these false prophets could profit the people because everything they said was just made up. Verse 33. So when these people or the prophet or the priest ask you, saying, what is the oracle of the Lord? You shall then say to them, what oracle? I will even forsake you says the Lord. Now, this word oracle is actually a word that means burden. And so people would say the oracle of the Lord or the burden of the Lord, meaning that it was a prophetic word that was like a burden to the people that they had to deliver. And of course, if it was a difficult word to bear, if it was a hard word to give, then it would be as a burden. But the problem was that these people would come to Jeremiah and say, well, you know, what's the oracle or the burden of the Lord? It could be that they were just being in a mocking sort of tone. But God said that when they come to you, just tell them what oracle and I will even forsake you, says the Lord. Why would God forsake them? Because they had not paid attention to his word. And as for the prophet and the priest and the people who say the oracle of the Lord, I will even punish that man and his house. Thus, every one of you shall say to his neighbor and every one to his brother, What has the Lord answered? And what has the Lord spoken? And the oracle of the Lord you shall mention no more, for every man's word will be his oracle. For you have perverted the words of the living God, the Lord of hosts, our God. So, you see, the problem was people were just saying, Look, I've got the oracle or the burden of the Lord. And then they would spout off whatever they wanted to say. And God said, I'm going to punish you if you even say that phrase because it's not even true. Thus you shall say to the prophet, What has the Lord answered you? And what has the Lord spoken? But since you say the oracle of the Lord, therefore thus says the Lord, because you say this word, the oracle of the Lord, and I have sent to you saying, do not say the oracle of the Lord. Therefore, behold, I even, I will utterly forget you and forsake you and the city that I gave you and your fathers and will cast you out of my presence. And I will bring an everlasting reproach upon you and a perpetual shame which shall not be forgotten. And so God was not happy about these people that were supposedly speaking in his name and yet were not speaking his words. Listen, I do believe that there is a spiritual gift of prophecy. I don't think it went away with the early church, but I'm very, very careful to exercise that gift and not say that the Lord told me, if I don't know that the Lord told me, the word of prophecy must always be tested against what God has actually said in his written word. And if it aligns with that, and if it comes to pass, and if your spirit bears witness that it is true by comparing it to the word, then fine, okay? It can be something that will be edifying, encouraging, or comforting. But if not, then beware of those that supposedly speak for the Lord, who might come up to you and say, hey, God's given me a word for you, you better check it out with the word of God, lest you are deceived by that, which is false.
1: You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and please leave us a review. On Monday, we will return to the book of 2 Chronicles to look at King Solomon's wealth, wisdom, and legacy. We hope you'll join us as we continue teaching through God's Word on Simply the Bible.